And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Western Movie Roundup. Yeehaw! Hope everybody's doing good out there. I'm coming to you here live from the power of the internet. Got another list that we're going to do here for you. So tonight, my list moving on down the line here is going to be my favorite top five westerns that are from 1980 to 1989. So we're just doing a one series here on the 80s westerns. And again, this is just my top five. It's what I like out of the era and just what my opinion is on my favorite movies. And I'm telling you what, probably going to be a little controversy on this one because my first two movies, some people are not going to agree with me. Actually, my first movie, some people are going to say that it's not even a Western, but I consider it to be a Western, so I put it on my list. So let's get going here. Without further ado, Daryl's top five favorite movie Westerns from the 80s. We're going to start out with number five, Urban Cowboy. The release date of June 6, 1980. Directed by James Bridges, box office in the United States was $53.3 million. Starring John Travolta, Deborah Winger, Scott Glenn, Barry Corbin, and Madeline Smith. And here's a quick synopsis of the movie. After moving to Pasadena, Texas, country boy Bud Davis, played by John Travolta, starts hanging around a bar called Gillies, where he falls in love with Sissy played by Deborah Winger, a cowgirl who believes the sexes are equal. They eventually marry, but the relationship is turbulent due to Bud's traditional view of gender roles. Jealousy over his rival Wes, played by Scott Glenn, leads to their separation, but Bud attempts to win Sissy back by triumphing at Gilly's mechanical bull riding competition. So look, this is a fun movie. It's, uh, some people consider it a drama or, or a love story, but I'm telling you, I consider it a Western, and I'll tell you why. It's got bull riding in it. It's got cowboy hats and beer drinking, fist fights, trucks. I'm telling you, I think that it's a Western, and it's a great one. I love me some John Travolta, not going to lie about it. Deborah Winger plays a great part in the movie. And actually, um, it was filmed on location at Gillies, which was actually a very famous bar at the time. And uh, eventually it actually burnt to the ground. And um, there's actually a, a Gillies in Las Vegas right now that you can go visit. It's like a themed bar to kind of copy it. But I'm telling you, it's a great movie. Um, John Travolta plays a great part. It's one of those movies where he plays a really good part and it's right up his alley. And I think that it's a great movie. So I would go check it out, Urban Cowboy. It's always on TBS and stuff like that. But great, great movie from the 80s. And I absolutely love it. Moving right along here, my number four movie is going to be The Three Amigos. Uh, release date of December 12th, 1986, directed by John Landis. Uh, box office in the United States was $39.2 million, starring some of the greatest comedic actors ever, starting with Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, Martin Short, Alfonso Arar. Tony Plana, and Patrice Martinez. So here's a quick synopsis of the movie. Three cowboy movie stars from the silent era, Dusty Bottoms, played by Chevy Chase, Lucky Day, played by Steve Martin, 
and Ned Niederlander, played by Martin Short, are fired when one of their movies bombs. In what it seems to be a career-saving offer, young Mexican woman Carmen, played by Patrice Martinez, offers them a high-paying gig in her village. The three jump at an opportunity, expecting to do their typical act, but Carmen believes they are really heroes and asks them to rid her village of a bad guy, El Guapo, played by Alfonso Arrer. And, look, this movie is fun. It's a fun movie all the way through. Set in Mexico. Uh, they're cowboy actors. It's El Guapo is, is a bad guy that's, that's uh, harassing the village and uh, causing a nuisance and raping and pillaging. And these guys go down there and they have no idea that that's really what they're there for. And I'm telling you, it, if you love the, the comedy stylings of, of Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, and Martin Short, you'll love this movie because it is, it is their type of comedy and their style of movie, which they have their own style, especially Chevy Chase and, and, and uh, Steve Martin. And it's great. It's a great movie. It's funny. It's got that Western theme to it because they play cowboys. They're out camping on the West. There's a certain scene where they, where they sing a song on, around the campfire. that's um, totally unforgettable. Some of it is actually shot outside, you know, where they made up a mock village and stuff like that. And some of it is shot inside of a studio which you can totally tell but i think that that just adds to the movie fantastic movie you'll be cracking up the whole time go check it out great movie uh next on the list here at number three coming in is going to be young guns the release date of august 12th 1988 directed by christopher kane and the box office in the united states was 45.66 million and starring Emilio Estevez, Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond Phillips, Charlie Sheen, Dermot Mulroney, Mulro- <clears throat> Mulro- Casey Simsico, Terry O'Quinn, Jack Palance, and Terrence Stamp. So here's a quick synopsis here. John Tunstall, played by Terrence Snap, is a distinguished British gentleman employs downtrodden youths to tend his herd on the New Mexican frontier. With Tunstall is, when Tunstall is gunned down by the crooked Lawrence G. Murphy, played by Jack Palance, a ragtag group of cowhands, including Doc Surlock, played by Kiefer Sutherland, Richard Brewer, played by Charlie Sheen, and young William Billy the Kid Bonnie, played by Emilio Estevez, Ride forth in search of bloody vengeance for the death of their beloved mentor. So this movie is interesting. Some people really like it. Some people really hate it. I really, really like it. Um, the cast, uh, Emilio Estevez, Lou Diamond Phillips, Kiefer Sutherland, Charlie Sheen, um, they play a really great part. And it's, you know, the character Billy the Kid, William Bonnie, played by Emilio Estevez. And uh, he really plays a good role because, you know, a lot of people – in the old west uh told tales of you know billy the kid being this crazy guy and he was you know and shooting up people and and robbing and stuff and i'm telling you he plays the the part really well and it's a lot a lot of action in the movie uh you know they're they're constantly running from the law and on the run and so the movie does keep going and it keeps a steady pace of action some really great scenes you know the house scene where they're trying to burn them out and um, some really, really great movie. And I'm telling you, it moves quick. It's a good, it's a good action western. 
If you haven't seen it, check it out. You'll definitely like it. Alrighty, coming in at number two, Pale Rider. Release date, June 28th, 1985, directed by Clint Eastwood. Box office took in in the United States $41.41 million and also produced by Clint Eastwood. Starring, what do you know, Clint Eastwood, Michael Moriarty, Carrie Snodgrass, Christopher Penn, Richard Dysart, Sidney Penny, Richard Keel, Doug McGrath, and John Russell. Here's a quick synopsis. When property owner Coy LaHood, played by Richard Dysart, starts using a band of hooligans to terrorize a group of small-town gold miners into giving up their territory, an enigmatic man named Preacher, played by Clint Eastwood, arrives in town. Preacher fends off the attacks and then goes directly to LaHood to negotiate. When the miners, led by Hall Barrett, Michael Moriarty, refuse the terms, LaHood sends in Marshall Stockburn, played by John Russell, to take down the preacher and the others. So, I know you hear me in the last couple podcasts say this, but this is, this is one of my favorite westerns. Like, like top ten favorite westerns. Maybe top five. Uh, Clint Eastwood plays a great part. He doesn't... It's, it's a Clint Eastwood role. You know, he comes into town and he's just this mysterious figure that rolls up into town all of a sudden. And you know, sides with the local miners and, you know, kind of, kind of becomes part of the community there, you know, helps out with the work and whatnot. And then, you know, come to find out these, uh, this big mining company is trying to push these guys out and he kind of leads them to stand up for themselves, but they decide that they're just powerless. And so Clint Eastwood, takes it upon himself to go ahead and rectify the situation. Uh, great movie. Great, great movie. Um, you know, the scenery is great. I, like, you know, when I say the um, cinematography in these movies is fantastic. And uh, it's a great movie. It's a really great movie. He rides a good old gray horse. Clint Eastwood does. And um, it's actually one of my favorites. So check it out. It's perfect Clint Eastwood movie. He's a super badass like quiet type you know like the perfect role for Clint Eastwood and I'm telling you I really enjoy this movie it's in the rotation all the time great great movie all right here we go so my number one favorite movie from the 80s and here we go again with a sentence one of my favorite all-time westerns actually this is probably this is probably my favorite Western of all time, but it's definitely my number one pick from the 80s, and that's going to be Lonesome Dove. So it stars Robert Duvall, Tommy Lee Jones, Danny Glover, Diane Lane, Robert Urich, Angela, and, <clears throat> excuse me, Angelica Houston, and Ricky Schroeder. So here is a, here's a synopsis of the movie. I couldn't find like a really good kind of short one, so I got this kind of long one to kind of tell you how it goes. So, it is the late 1870s, Captain Woodrow F. Call and Captain Augustus Gus McRae, two famous retired Texas Rangers, run the Hat Creek Cattle Company and Livery Emporium in the small Texas border town of Lonesome Dove. Working with them is Joshua Dietz, an excellent black tracker and scout from their ranger days, 
P.I. Parker, another former Ranger who is reliable but unintelligent. Bolivar, a retired Mexican bandit who works as their cook. And Newt Dobbs, a 17-year-old boy whose mother was a prostitute named Maggie and whose father is widely thought to by the outfit to be, <clears throat> excuse me, is widely thought by the outfit to be Call, though Call has never acknowledged this. So Jake Spoon, another former ranger, arrives in Lonesome Dove after an absence of more than 10 years, during which he has traveled widely across the United States. He is on the run, having accidentally shot a dentist in Fort Smith, Arkansas. The dentist's brother happens to be the sheriff, July Johnson. Reunited with Gus and Call, Jake's description of, the Mon- of Montana inspires Call to gather a herd of cattle and drive them north to begin the first cattle ranch north of the Yellowstone River. Call, who has grown listless in retirement, is attracted to the romantic notion of setting pristine country. Excuse me, settling pristine country. Gus is less enthusiastic but changes his mind when reminded that the love of his life, Clara, lives on the Platte River near Ogallala, Nebraska, which would be on the route to Montana. The Hat Creek outfit rustles cattle from across the border in Mexico and recruits local cowboys in preparation for the drive. So this movie is, first of all, it's super long. It's like a three-hour, three-part movie. It was, originally, it was originally actually a TV series is what it was. And, um, I mean, it's just a great great movie. Robert Duvall, Tommy Lee Jones play such great characters. They're these ex-Texas Rangers that were like the baddest Texas Rangers that ever lived. And now, you know, it's kind of funny that it's come full circle because now they're just kind of settled on this ranch and they're ranching, you know, they're keeping horses and just, you know, running a livery and, and not doing, you know, anything, but just kind of living, you know, And as soon as Jake rides into town and puts in their head the idea of this cattle drive to Montana, I'm telling you, these guys jump on the opportunity for another adventure. And it is a great movie. The the cinematic experience you get from this movie is something else, I'm telling you. So check it out. The the scenery is fantastic. It's all shot on site. Uh, you know, there's no, there's no, nothing being shot inside a studio. Um, you know, they have real cattle and real horses and it's just a, it's just a great movie. There's so many good things I could say about this movie. I just, I just love the acting. I love the storyline. I love the beginning of it. I love how it ends up. Um, I'm telling you, and it has got everything you need in a Western. It's got bandits. It's got cowboys. It's got women. It's got gambling. I'm telling you, it is just a full, full circle movie, and I definitely recommend it. Out of all these movies, if you're going to take time to watch any of them, I would take time and watch Lonesome Dove. Even though it's really long, it's going to take you forever to watch it. It is a phenomenal movie, so check it out. So there we are, guys. My top five. Those are my top five favorites of the 80s, like I said. Uh, hopefully I stirred up a little bit of controversy here with my first couple picks. And so, um, I don't know where you guys are listening, but if you're listening on, on the, uh, app that I use here, anchor, you can send me messages. So if anybody's got a message, they want to say anything, they want to send it to me, go ahead. I'd love to hear what you guys think. This is a, this is a really fun thing for me to do and I enjoy it. 
Thank you, everybody, for listening. Those of you that are listening to my stuff, thank you. Hang in with me. Things are going to get better. These are my first couple podcasts. I think I'm doing okay at them so far, but I really enjoy doing it, and I really appreciate you guys listening to my stuff. So check these movies out. You guys have any questions, of course, ask me. Otherwise, thank you again for listening. Hope you all have a good night. God bless America.